This is the Manga Maverick Podcast from AllComic.com, episode 69. Nice. Normally, we're a podcast not only devoted to talking about manga as an industry, but as a medium. But today, we're not going to be talking about much manga at all, but it is a very comics-focused show. Because we have our good friend Vix on to talk about a whole slew of topics. You see, for episode 69, we wanted to release a very meme-related podcast, The Fitting of the Number, something with a little bit of lewd content in there as well. But unfortunately, we didn't have time to record anything new. However, in the process of editing all the backlog episodes of Mong Ad Movies, I came across our Spider-Man Homecoming podcast in which our friend Vix goes on a lengthy tangent that starts by discussing the then-recent acquisition of the Sonic Comics license from IDW, from Archie Comics, and then spiraling out of control to talk about Archie Comics themselves, Riverdale... And a whole slew of other topics, including X-Men and Monkey Jones, among many other things. And I thought this part of the podcast, this one hour of a two and a half hour podcast that was supposed to be about Spider-Man Homecoming, could be excised and released as, as its own thing, and I thought it would be perfect for episode 69 of the Manga Mavericks podcast. And that's what you're going to be listening to here. An excerpt of another podcast that is going to be repurposed for this one. Now, before we begin, I want you to keep in mind that we recorded this before Vic's transition. So, there are many times throughout the podcast where we refer to her by an incorrect name or incorrect pronouns. And I've tried to edit those out as much as possible, but was not able to remove every instance of them. So, I just want everyone to be mindful of that before listening. But with all that said and out of the way, let's dig into episode 69 of the Manga Mavericks Podcast. Nice. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, before, before, before we end this... Let's have some nice comic-related news, because IDW picked up the Sonic license, and this is the best possible future for the end of Archie Sonic, and the best-case scenario is that it's not a whole reboot, because it's probably not going to be, like, a total reboot. Mm-hmm. I, I think the Sad AM characters will come back, because uh, IDW is really good at pulling every single canon possible. Yeah, and, I mean, they're doing a great job at Transformers and G.I. Joe. Oh, and Ghostbusters, if you've read that, it's a mismatch of Extreme Ghostbusters, the real Ghostbusters, the video game, the new movie, they made it good, they made it uh-huh. good, and the original movies, and the Filmation Ghostbusters show about those guys in that ape, in that car. Because that was a thing. Yeah. That, that was a real thing. It happened first. Yeah, it happened first. That's why the real Ghostbusters is the Ghostbusters show, and not the Ghostbusters. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. IDW um, and and as much as I loathe to say this, the My Little Pony comics. Oh no, I said the I, I mentioned the show. Oh, we're all dead. We're gonna get bronies here. Nah. I, I IDW just like oh and, and Team Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Those comics. So I'm pretty sure they're gonna at least bring some of the staff over. 
Um, they're already, they already said that they're going to be reprinting all of the old material, whether Ken Penders likes it or not. Even He's already expressed, say, he already said, uh, before IDW and uh, Sega ask, I'm saying no outside of some Knuckles reprints. Uh, they're they're gonna they're gonna beg me a gajillion times, and no, they can't use my characters. Ken, sh- shut the fuck up! <laughs> Stop leeching off of your wife's money. IDW can print whatever they want because their lawyers are magical. Like their lawyers are fucking magical. Also, they're not dealing with Archie lawyers, yeah. so I'm pretty sure they're not going to lose a court case over evil Sonic and Robo Robotnik like they did last time. <laughs> Twice what? they did. Oh, the pendering. Look it up, Archie. Uh, so, uh, the little, little concise thing of how this went. Okay, hey Ken, Ken, you can't make Sonic comics anymore. They fucking suck. You haven't even gotten to Sonic Adventure 2 yet, and that game was released 10 years ago. Oh my god. Well, fuck you. You don't even have seven Chaos Emeralds. That's that's like a thing. Okay. Okay, okay, Ian Flynn, uh, what you gotta do, um, Ken might get mad, so we, we should probably start um, getting rid of some of his characters, if that's alright with you. And Ian's like, oh, okay. Then he, start, then he embarks on a 15-issue-long journey to excise every portion of Sonic comic canon that's shit in a nice send-off that won't make anybody mad. And then Ken Penders rears his ugly head and is like, you can't you. I'm gonna make stuff with those characters and you can't do shit about it. And Archie's like, hey, Sega, hey, Sega, this guy's being a douche. Can we sue him? Can we sue the boy? And Sega's like, you sure you know what you're doing? And Archie's like, oh, we got this. We got this. Um, and then, 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 then they go to court and they're like, and, like, and George is like, okay, this is a pretty open and shut case. Uh, uh, now I just need a copy of Ken Penders' contract uh, for work under hire. And Archie's like, provides him the photocopy. And George is like, this, this is a fucking photocopy. Uh, what happened to the original? Oh, it was lost in a fire! And the judge is like, you what? And then Penders is like, oh, you what? And then Sega's like, you fucking what? And then they lost the case. They lost the fucking case. It went on for, oh god, so long. Archie lost almost all of the money that they had made under their new management, which is really, really good management. Like, they were doing really, really great on, like, the Archie-Archie side, not the Mm -hmm. legal side. Like, uh, getting rid of Goldwater was one of the best things they ever did. Mm -hmm. Um... And the, and then the, 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 then oh yeah, and Sega's Sega's coffers got depleted too for this. So Sega's fucking Sega fucking Japan is losing to this one autistic man child and Star Trek fan fiction. And then, and then the and then Ken <laughs> convinces one of his friends who used to write for the Sonic comics to sue them, and he wins too. And Sega's like, okay, we're fucking done with you. <laughs> oh boy. And that's how, and that then that, that's why Sonic Comic got rebooted and then got taken away. So then IDWs, since they since they're not fucking idiots, yeah, they're just gonna be like, we can reprint this. We, these aren't your characters. They're based off of Sonic. You stupid Ken. We can do this. <laughs> we, we did it with Ninja Turtles. We we can do it with you. And then they'll make new comics where they do gay ships between Sonic, Shadow, and Infinite. I'm sure they will, and I'm sure the free- um, and maybe they'll bring back Ian Flynn, and maybe they'll release the entirety of Mega Drive, which was fucking finished, but they can't release issue three because Archie, Archie's going fucking under. Uh, in anyone, in case anyone, anyone hasn't read it, Mega Drive is the one of, is the best video game adaptation ever, the best. 
I don't give a shit about your Sonic OVAs. I don't give a shit about your Hoshino Kabi. Mega Drive <laughs> is the best. And I am a big fucking fanboy of Hoshino Kabi and Castlevania and any adaption. Like, I love the Pokemon shit. Pokemon Adventures. The Pokemon Adventures. Like, you know. A five hour podcast. Yeah, five hour so podcast. That second episode. Hey, I only have a half hour left now. It'll, oh, it'll be yeah. out by the time. Months before this comes out. Yeah. you have like 50 of these standards. Yeah. <laughs> no. But yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I just release Mega Drive, and maybe they'll have some of the Archie original characters, like the egg bosses, which should totally be a thing in the Sonic games, but aren't. Like, Robotnik wants to control the world. He controls a little bit of the world. Who are his enforcers? The Deadly Six, obviously! <laughs> no, fucking have him just have some, have some people who enforce shit. Like, I mean, one of them's actually a character from Tails' Adventure. Just just have the egg bosses be a thing in the Sonic games. They're cool. Also, also Wendy Witchcart is Kino. And then the main villains will be Chris Chan and Sonic Chew. Oh, yeah. Speaking of which, Sonic Chew issue 11's out, kids. Go read it. It is a masterpiece. <laughs> it, it finally got released after eight years. Go read Sonic Chew issue 11. And remember to support your local SLGBTQ plus people because that because uh, Chris loves to add the straights to the LGBT because that's totally the point of it. How much semen did Chris Chan have to drink to finish that comic? Uh a lot. Uh, considering it took him 8 years and also if anybody wants to, if if anybody's been paying attention to the news Chris Chan mm-hmm. um was at the memorial was at the 1 year memorial for the Pulse nightclub shooting. And he was the most prominently featured person on there by accident, of course, yeah. because he had like because he was sitting there like all the time and had like all these posters for SLGBT, uh, SLGBTQ plus stuff. And I, I'm not sure if the reporters talked to him about what that meant, but if in case you don't know, the S at the front means straights. Yeah, and that's uh, uh, that's kind that, of I mean like 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 I'm not I'm not the I'm not gonna be the kind of person that says. Oh, straight allies don't exist, and you should pay reparations for all that you've done. No, f- fucking straight people are great. If you if you don't think straight people are great, fuck you. But, um, it's a, but like 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 the LGBT means people who have a different sexuality or gender than like yeah. the normal population. Yeah. So putting the straights in there is just like There's everyone. If everybody's super, then one is. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna take away our superpowers, goddammit, don't let them! Our super gay powers, that's the gay agenda, by the way. You hear it here, folks! In the tap water. Remember, kids, the gay agenda is shitty Marvel comics, and, uh... I don't know, getting superpowers. (laughs) Now, my gay agenda is having Lunar being a game series again, but that's... What about Chrono? <laughs> Square Enix making a good game? <laughs> well, I mean, if it was handed to one of their B teams, sure. Hmm. I mean, what whatever happened to the guys that made the world ends with you or anything of the ilk? Like, what what were they doing in the mid two thousands? They kept pumping out like all like the Final Fantasies. Fuck that shit. But they kept pumping out like all these great oddballs titles that they were so good. What happened? What happened, Square? I don't know. Well, yeah, they disappeared. They got they got absorbed by Enix, and 
Okay, okay, real talk here. How are all the Dragon Quests so consistent in quality compared to Final Fantasy? Holy shit! Like the exact but fi- the Final Final Seven remake will totally rejuvenate the franchise. Yeah, because it's written by the people who wrote Final Fantasy Thirteen, which is oh, much. Oh, cool. sh- hey, sh- hey, shy. And Nomura's directing it, so it's gonna take ten years to make. Hey, oh, hey, boy, hey, sh- it'll be released in like seven parts. <laughs> It, it is, yeah, though. it is really I know, I know, I, I know. Hey, Dokoshai, hey, Dokoshai, everybody in Final Fantasy VII is a much better written and deeper character than anybody in Final Fantasy XIII. The world in Final Fantasy XIII is literally just very well-decorated cardboard because there's fucking, there's no depth to anything, even though it looks really pretty, and there's so much backstory that they have to write an entire encyclopedia for you to understand the goddamn plot, but it's, there's actually nothing behind it. There's nothing there. If I'm really sad because Final Fantasy VII, while it had some ham-fisted points, actually had a plot. Mm. And it had a world. Yeah. I don't want it to be Final Fantasy XIII that has no characters, no plot, and no world. Don't go shy, I, I love you, but I will watch every single episode of Monogatari if you accept that Final Fantasy XIII is shit! Did he listen to this podcast? No. Give us this a shout-out on your dead YouTube channel, you- Hey, made a new video about Persona 4, the fighting game. Yeah, it's like eight minutes, it's okay. Hey, 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 Shy, hey, Shy. You know what the best, best, uh, Persona game is? Well, the best one is, is, uh, Persona 1. Uh, the English release on the PlayStation. The be- the Revelations Persona. That's the best one. He takes out his gun and hunts you down. And if we're gonna, we'll s- have a manga fight between <laughs> Shy and. Except it won't be about manga. It'll be about video games, and it'll be on uh, which is the better Final Fantasy or which is the best. I kind of want to get Shy or both. I kind of want to get Shy to read the Daka box. Yeah. And then have him do a manga fight with Maxi. That'd be fun. Yeah, actually, that'd be a great idea, because Madoka Box is one of Maxi's favorite manga. Yeah, so, then... you know, get Shy to do that. Dude, you love Baka Monogatari and the other Monogatari stuff. Just go read Madoka Box. It's Nisio and You'll love it. Yeah, yeah, let's collaborate, Shy. Hit us up. Uh, tell us what mangos or animus or movies or games you're interested in talking about or fighting about. Hey, hey you know, Ian Flynn's uh, handle is Bumble King. Does that mean that he is the king of online dating? Oh. I mean, he does have a thing for, like, certain female Sonic characters like Sally, so... Does he fuck Amy in <laughs> bed? I don't fucking... I would assume so, because he's the only writer I've ever seen give Amy any kind of respect whatsoever. So, yes! So yes, of he course she, he's uh, sexually interested in of, of course he is. Well, actually, he has Amy as in the role that she should have been in the first place, which is the powerhouse. Where's our Amy yeah. Sonic Chu uh, Christian fanfic? Yeah. <laughs> She, she's she's like knuckles with no restraint whatsoever, <laughs> and also they incorporate some of the more mystical elements because like she um, like 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 uh, in Sonic Adventure and shit she'll be like reading tarot cards and stuff and it's implied that she's got some misses. She like she'll she'll like do some tarot shit occasionally. Most of the time she's just like, oh, I'm gonna hit you with my hammer, eggs man. I'm gonna save the world. Oh, Fuck God. you, Sonic. Oh, oh yeah, and Ken Penders is a borderline pedophile file because uh he wrote an issue where um where uh a- where amy to get to um to get sonic's dick um used a mystical magical ring that can grant wishes that was going to be used to save the kingdom or some shit and she used it to wish herself older so she could fuck sonic and that was literally it and that was the only time she had appeared in the comics se- um since the sonic cd comic back in the 90s 
That is actually a thing. Oh, wait, no, no. No, there was that one kangaroo court thing that was kind of funny. She she testified uh, for Sonic. That, that that was a thing that happened. But yeah, 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 yeah. That's uh, Ken. Ken's a little bit of a pedophile. Also, a bit incestuous. Hmm. Also, also my also um uh, uh not not unlike um not like Steve Ditko. He likes to insert his personal life into comics. So, but while Steve Ditko's, you know, personal life actually enhances and re- makes you relate to the characters more, like Peter Parker, you relate to, he was one of the most relatable characters in comics because he was based off of, um, Steve Ditko's life as a nerdy, shy high schooler. Mm-hmm. Now, Ken Penders, uh, he, 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 um, he took his, we don't know much about his father. We can assume that he's fucking abusive because he, because Knuckles is Ken Penders' self-inserts and mm-hmm. Knuckles' dad is, is, um, Ken's tribute to his father. Uh, Knuckles' is, um, and, okay. and, uh, one of the more famous, uh, scenes with Knuckles' dad, and one of the more tame ones too, is him telling his wife that they need to microwave the baby. Okay. And they do. They microwave well, Knuckles. But they fucking that's a, that's a that's a really flattering tribute to your dad. That character, John. Yeah. John does Knuckles' dad ever give him a Knuckles sandwich? Yes, multiple times. Yes, <laughs> um, yeah. P- Punches him in the face a bunch. Uh, hides his entire civil, makes him think his entire civilization and race is dead, um, and convinces um, Knuckles' fr- um, uh, uh, and gives Knuckles a mentor in the form of this fire ant called Archimedes, who he then convinces who Archimedes is like, hey, well, I want to mentor Knuckles and be a, and help him be a cool dude, and then Knuckles' dad is like, all right, so to teach him to be a good guardian for our civilization, you can't tell him that his civilization exists. No, you know for and uh, uh, Archimedes is like, what the fuck, dude? And he's like, ah, oh, do not question me, this is destiny. <laughs> you know, it's a comic series based on a blue hedgehog going fast. This sounds way more complicated than it should be. Oh, oh god, because uh, uh, Ken Penders wanted to write Star Trek fan fiction because uh-huh. he got kicked off the Star Trek comics um, and uh, wanted to write, this, but then got a job on Sonic because Sonic's like the lowest thing at the time. And blue hedgehogs running fast so and writing Star Trek. Yeah. He's, he's writing it like it was like Knuckles was Spock, and then it was oh, like Knuckles yeah. Water was Spock. Yeah, yeah. He wrote, he wrote it as if uh, Knuckles was Spock, um, and he himself inserted himself as Knuckles. Um, uh, he, he had this whole um, this race war between different leagues of Echidnas, the Dark Legion, or something. And there's like a race. There's there's the, the dingoes, and then he tried and he tried to like. And then after they killed uh, Robotnik in issue fifty, he was trying to make he was trying to make that like the main plot of the entire comic. But Sega was like, I don't think you should do that. It's pretty pretty bad. And he eventually was forced to bring back Robotnik in the form of Robo Robotnik, who then became the Eggs Man when he transferred his consciousness to the body of robots to a different body, which was Robotnik's body from Sonic Adventure, and then uh, for some reason Gerald Robotnik exists now in issue 158, even but he's not explained, and then Shadow is like, I see that I must kill everyone now. And then there's a bunch, and then for some reason Robotnik has kids, which look like all those stereotypical 90s cyberpunk characters and a computer named Adam, and that's a thing. And then there's a bunch of Metal Sonic clones that Uncle Chuck made, and then they beat up Sonic and Shadow because this is their Sonic Adventure 2 adaption in issue 158 and issue 159, and then it just, and then, um, and then Eggman is like, we must stop this, Sonic, and then walks into Sonic's house in Knothole, and everyone 
Moon's like, oh, he's not so bad in a universe where he literally just committed genocide. <laughs> and, and and Sonic's fucking dad is still a goddamn robot because Eggman is a dick. <laughs> what happened to the old days of Sonic just running fast and we found yeah. him so cool. Um, and, yeah. and then all of this is completely dropped because the next issue is issue 160 where Ian Flynn is like, hey, where Ian Flynn takes over and he's like, hey, let's just have a birthday party for Sonic. And it's, it's fun. And it's really nice. And they fight Bean and Bark uh, from Sonic the Fighters, and that's fun. Sonic's just been on some serious acid. And then the next thirty, then the next fifteen issues are devoted to Pender's shit because Ian had to get rid of Pender's bullshit. It's just like you get one little glimpse of things to come. Then fifteen issues going through the entirety of the Sonic universe, getting rid of every small insignificant detail that uh, every character Ken ever wrote, every single story concept he ever made. They got to get rid of it because. Because the the comic has fans. The comic had fans for some reason. So they had to do it nicely. So shit like um a King Arthur character that had this magical sword that was sent to um aid the the chosen one Miles Prower in his magical quest to rid the world of evil of Mammoth Mogul, who's actually a good character and once you get past the whole Penders era. <laughs> he has, he's gotta die. Um, the ancient walkers, who are some rip-off of something from Star Trek Next Generation. I think Q's race. They gotta fucking die. Um, uh, the Dark Legion, they're working for Eggman. That, that, that works, that fucking works. They're working that, let me make Eggman the main villain. Let's see here. Um, instead of having millions of fucking Chaos Emeralds, because we haven't advanced the plot to Sonic 2 yet, after 15 years of having comics, I've got seven Chaos Emeralds now. <laughs> and also Super Sonic's a thing. Hey! Yeah. We caught up, we caught up, we caught up to the, yeah. to the 90s. And Why the are they gonna make Supersonic God? That has to happen. Yeah. Now, there was Supersonic God and Titan Tales, oh, and wow. it was in, uh, the, in the Penders era, and then, so that's what you got for like millions of things. Also, a bunch of stuff happened, and Sonic's parents are back from space. Okay. And, and then they killed off, and then, then they killed off Eggman's kids, cause that was fucking stupid, and then they made Charmy be retarded, like he is in the games. <laughs> I think the fact we were talking about Sonic for like 20 minutes is a sign that we should wrap it up. Remember uh, we need to, to make a separate Sonic podcast. Actually, you should make that an episode I'm of going your to. show. I'm, t- I'm totally going you to. have to. I'm going to now. Hey, remember, kids, remember, if you don't like Sonic, you'll love the comics because Eggman is sexy. I love Eggman. I but want. I want to fuck Sonic 06 Eggman. <laughs> and if if Snively's not in the IDW comics, I will smack a bitch because Snively is the greatest character in fiction. <laughs> but Uncle Julian, sir, was about the Hedgehog and Princess Sally. Oh, Uncle! Oh no! Take that, rodents! <laughs> they better add the best OC, Cold Steel the Hedgehog. Cold oh, Steel. No. They already had him. His name was Screwed to the Hedgehog. Actually? Yeah, Screwed like... to the Hedgehog was a parody of DeviantArt characters. Oh, okay. it's Specifically Cold Steel. Um, and they turn and they turn him into a nice little deconstruction of the daddy issues of those kinds of people. <laughs> and uh, actually, okay. no, th- it was really, really nice. They did it well. They did it so well. Like this is awesome. like, this is the Ian Flynn era. That he like the first issue, the, the issue one sixties, where they introduce um, is that Sian- Sianic's birthday party, 
but also the dastardly Rouge and evil Sonic are trying to steal the Master Emerald. And, and evil Sonic goes on the Master Emerald and is like, oh, well, I've got some Master Emerald power now. Cool, I'm going to be an edgy fuck now! <laughs> and he's an edgy fuck for a while and does a bunch of edgy shit. And at one point he tries to, and it, but it all kind of just stems from the fact that he is an unloved little fuck that got bullied in school. Um, and he's just kind of retaliating. He's he's kind of um, he's kind of picking on the little guy because they because people picked on him because he's a bad person. Wow. And there's even one, there's this. I don't actually like the idea of Sonic having a dad, but this is one great MIDI issue where Scrooge tries to uh, where Scrooge is fucking fed up with Sonic. He's just fucking fed up with Sonic. So he goes and he try so he breaks into Sonic's house to kill him in his sleep. Okay. And <laughs> Sonic's dad, who's still a robot at this point, he doesn't have to sleep. Right. He, he he gives he gives Scrooge a verbal beat down. He's like, "Oh, I don't know much about you, but I can probably guess that you got that you killed my, the, um, the version of me from that universe. You fucking bitch! Is this just because your daddy never loved you as a kid? You should you don't fucking what? You're just a little fucking crybaby. You're you're an awful human being. I don't care how bad people were to you. It doesn't mean you have to be a bad person. And Scrooge goes away bitterly crying to himself back to his home dimension. And I'm like, oh, oh shit. <laughs> now this seems like a. These both seem like great characters. Oh, there are great outside of these comics. Yeah, if you if you like Cold Steel, the Edgehag, read any issue with Scrooge in it. There's a fucking Sonic Universe miniseries about Scrooge in interdimensional prison. It's wow. great. <laughs> it's so great. I love it. It's so also, also Shadow thinks he's edgy. <laughs> like, <laughs> Uh, um, like, 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 the, like, I think the first thing Sonic says when he sees Scrooge is like, "Hey, it reminds me of you, Faker." And Shadow's like, "Oh, shut up! <laughs> it's adorable. They're so good. They're good friends." <laughs> Shadow in the comics is also great. They're, they're, he's he's cute. He's he's just kind of like uh, he's kind of he's he's, he's like an he's like an, an old goth person, like the kind who's just like, "Oh, kids these days. Back in my day, we were appropriately emo. We were we, our punk movement." was better than yours he's just like he's just kind of like I, I regret a lot of things I, I I hate all of you I just just kill me now and then Rouge is always around him teasing him about Maria and it's great it's it's, it's funny when Mar- it's, it's funny because they because the because Team Dark has a little turn for Shadow when he gets broody called a Maria moment <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking great these but comics, I got They're read. good. I also read Ian Flynn's Mega Man. Shit! Now that IDW has um S- Sega's backing, if the com- buy buy the Sonic comics, if they do well, Capcom might might think, hey, maybe we should do that Mega Man thing again and give Mega Man <laughs> comics, and then Ian Flynn can fucking make those Mega Man X comics, and then maybe Sega will actually branch out and make more. Comics of their own character, like they they get they had like little mini comics occasionally for Skies of Arcadia and Jet Set Radio because Ian just fucking masturbates to Skies of Arcadia. <laughs> like that boy, he he loves Skies of Arcadia to bits. He, he I love him. Like they, 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 he was told to do a little one shot for his Sonic and Sega All Stars Racing, and he's like, "Oh boy, Skies of Arcadia, <laughs> Jet Set Radio, <laughs> oh boy." <laughs> And just wanks all over these characters. Yeah, yeah. Just, just let the boy write his boys. Just, you just, gotta love these type of fanboys. Oh, I love to be in this privileged position to do great things with properties they love. 
Yeah, this is, that's the way the comics industry and the video game industry is going nowadays. Yeah. I see, it's the opposite of the early 2000s where people who should, or, or fans really shouldn't be in charge of things like with yeah. Final Fantasy. It's, or in some aspects now, like uh, Dragon Ball. Or Marvel. Yeah. All of Marvel. Who the fuck hired the person who made Cater die to ever write anything? Because she thinks that Batman and Iron Man are the same character and that all white men in comics should die. And that also, it was a good idea to have Miss Marvel get raped because it showed her strength as a character. Miss Marvel, the teenage Miss yeah, Marvel. Also she, also, she thinks that it's a good idea to push diversity in comics no matter what. And that, uh, and she, uh, and she wrote an issue of Mockingbird where it said, where, it, where Mockingbird was talking about how there were no female superheroes to look up to in the Marvel Universe when she, when Ken, like, it's showing her growing up in the 90s. In the fucking 90s. And the, like, and the characters that they were showing were, um, Namor, the Submariner, Captain America, and the Robot Human Torch. And I'm like, bitch, bitch. Bitch, uh, Atlas actually did have a lot of cool female characters that I don't know because I don't read Golden Age Marvel comics. But also in the but but also when Marvel actually started making superheroes again, you had fucking Sue Storm, you had Kitty Pride, you had lots of great str- you were one of the strong female you have fucking Black Widow, you had Jan the I hate you cater die. <laughs> Let's stop, now. Let's stop now. Talking about <laughs> Marvel comics these days is seems is like physically painful to listen to. It is. It really is. And this is why manga's outselling DC and Marvel now. Yeah. yeah. This is why manga is dominating the book scan list. And now. why all That's the bookstores big... are like investing in manga more more space for manga instead of comics. Yeah. yeah. It's that's that's the way things are always are going to go. That's on unless the comic books can step up their game. Which they most likely won't. Um, Unless, yeah. like, every single comic does a full, complete reboot, which is never gonna happen. Um, I wouldn't say a full reboot. I think a reboot would be bad, honestly. Yeah, it would be bad, but yeah. the problem is that so many people get confused by the fact that, mm-hmm. oh, hey, where the fuck do I start in these things? Mm-hmm. That people don't want to touch, like, Marvel and DC comics. It honestly would, um, if we lived in a different world, like, if we lived in the same uh, world that Japan does, where newsstands are still a thing, then comics could totally become a viable medium again. Yeah, because yeah, but... um, one of the major contributors to the comics dying was newsstands dying. Mm. Without newsstands, comic you have to seek out comic shops. And, yeah. the, and um, the way sales are counted for comics is that you have to pre-order for them to be counted. Which is so dumb. Yeah. yeah. Who thought? You can't pre-order like those single issues on like fucking Amazon. You have to go to a comic shop. Yeah, yeah. you like, have to make a pull list. Yeah, which is. I mean, Hot Comics does does good work. Yeah, but even like for us, Hot Comics is still like a few miles away. Yeah, it's uh, and comic shops are very very far away. Like I'm closer than they are, and it takes me like twenty minutes to get there. Yeah, like it probably takes us like thirty. Uh-huh. Like that's not bad for us, but like not everyone wants to drive thirty minutes to pre-order comics. Yeah, yeah. like it's 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 not. It's it's not fun. It's not a fun time. So and uh, they're not going to come back in grocery stores because there's still legislation floating around yeah. from uh, the Comics Code Authority, and they would probably have to pass new legislation because apparently People Magazine, which is more sensationalist than I I would argue is more sensationalist than the issue of the Ultimates where um the blob eats the wasp and you can see her intestines. <laughs> Honestly, I think yeah. it's worse than that. Um, there still have to be legislation passed because think of the children. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, in general, like, grocery stores really 
don't have that many magazines anymore. Yeah, yeah. magazines were all yeah. It's a it's a lot smaller selection compared to like mm-hmm. go like five yeah. years ago. Yeah, yeah digital. Everything is going digital. Now. Yeah, digital yeah. distribution for comics. It, it happened way too late. Actually, the first people to do it were fucking Archie, and they did it first, and they did it best while Archie was still a reputable company. <laughs> Then, I don't know, something happened. I don't know what happened with Archie. I would love to know what happened with Archie. I, I think Mother's Basement knows. I He might do it. Yeah, with, uh, I, think, yeah. I think he covered it, I think, in his Riverdale yeah, video. But he was, bit. like, kind of positive about a lot of the current Archie comics. Oh, yeah, but, like, like, yeah. like, 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 like current Archie comics? No, business practices, not. Yeah. Um, do you know, um, also, technically, uh... That goodness for the new Archie reboot stuff came with a very big price, because a lot, because all of the money that they didn't waste on the Ken Penders thing in Riverdale, they wasted on getting uh, the writer. Uh, they get, wasted on getting Mark Wade um, and Fiona Staples to make the new Archie comic. Because Mark Wade's a very, very big name. If any of you guys know comics, and for some reason they invested a lot of money in getting the creative team of fucking Squirrel Girl to make the Jughead books. Mm. Which gave, which I, lots of people don't like Squirrel Girl. There are some people who do. I know Linkara does, and more power to him for this, but the plots, the dialogue, they feel, they're, they're, they're bad. Lots of people don't like them. Like, the mm-hmm. general consensus is that this is one of the worst things to happen to comics in a very, very long wow. time. Wow. And, like, it, it, like, the general consensus is, like, the Squirrel Girl, the new, unbeatable Squirrel Girl represents everything wrong with comics. Really? Ter- terrible anatomy, dialogue that only exists to push agendas, um, yeah. uh, ruining characters, etc., etc. Like, that's, that's, that's what it is. That's what, that's what people think. So then Jughead got a very bad reputation because they're like, this is going to be just like Squirrel Girl. Even when they changed the creative team and relaunched it as Jughead and Sabrina, which, it was good, and that sounds like the coolest shit ever. Yeah. Like, the two detached loners sitting around just laughing at everybody and all some magical hijinks. That sounds great. I would watch it. Mm-hmm. Read it. And, but, no, that's not happening. That's not fucking happening because Archie doesn't know how to market. Archie doesn't know how to reach an audience. And Riverdale is technically kind of a success now because of that net sweet Netflix money. But their initial investment is gone and their best-selling comics, Sonic the Hedgehog and Sonic Universe, are dead. Riverdale isn't a Netflix show. It's a CW show. I know. It was the worst. It was one of the worst rated on CW, but on Netflix it got some sweet Netflix bucks because wow. for some reason kids around my sister's age latched onto the show because I guess Why? TV boppers really love shitty characters and <laughs> shitty plots. Yeah, I mean that explains why those DC live action shows on oh, CW God. are popular. Yeah, I honestly, as um, when I wasn't uh, when when I was in high school, I'm still in the high school mindset now. Um, yeah, and when I, I was yeah, when I was in high like. I honestly relate more to the Archie characters of the 1940s than I do to anybody in Riverdale. And yeah. like, 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 people are like, oh, Archie's so stagnant. I don't care, I relate to them. Yeah. <laughs> even though, like, in all these unrealistic situations, me and Bert were, uh, at Covenant Pines Bible Camp, uh, uh, last year, no, two years ago when we were in, in our, um, junior year, I brought a bunch of Archie collections of the, 40s comics, and we were laughing our asses off, and we're like, oh, we do stuff like this and this, and never had a moment like that with Riverdale. Yeah. The only thing I can see about relating to real life is, uh, some people are incestuous, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Sure. But uh, then, uh, I don't know. Riverdale is dumb. 
a yeah. sexual teenage heartthrob juggy. Right. Except he's actually not asexual in this, even though he is canonically asexual in the reboots. Yeah, it's, uh, instead he has like a relationship with. He, he is um he's a thing um he has a thing with Betty because yeah Betty because Betty is projecting her feelings for Archie onto Juggy because Archie blows her off and my sister thinks that this is a this is really good and you just don't understand and I'm like <laughs> Jughead kissing Wait, she knows that you're like hardcore into Archie stuff. Right? Oh God, I ran to I ran to her like she she tries to hide the whenever she's watching Riverdale from me because I'm just like because she knows that if you see it you'll go on a two hour long yeah, tirade about it. she's like oh Jughead's my favorite character he's so funny and I'm like. Jughead, I've never laughed at anything he said in this once. So you slap her with an issue of a Jughead comic. Yeah, just just. I, uh, oh God, um, he was funnier in that short-lived Hanna Barbera, um, Archie show than he was in this, and he didn't do anything in that. He's funnier in the music video for Sugar Sugar. <laughs> like he's, she's like, no, he's still the detached loner. I'm like, he 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 kisses Betty. Yeah. He, he, he like 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 he doesn't he, no it's it's not Betty kissing him which sometimes ha- which happened in some original issues where like um Betty was Betty was originally nuts like she's nuts it was mm. funny it, it was, it was she, she, uh, Veronica was the more level headed one oddly enough not how like it is now but Betty mm. was fucking nuts in her pursuit of Archie and occasionally she would go uh, she would go boy crazy for Jughead and Jughead was like women. There's <laughs> uh, one of my favorite issue covers is uh, uh, is Betty trying to uh, um, is um, is Jughead trying to fight off Betty and he's covered in kisses and it's a, it's honestly really funny. Um, yeah, Jughead doesn't do that shit. Um, now that he's canonically in the reboot asexual, that he shouldn't be doing that shit because this is supposed to be like a modern reboot with uh, gay characters and. We're appealing to the millennial diversity oh, rhetoric, <laughs> which Archie has been doing for uh, in general. Fucking CW shows are shit. Yeah, no. they are. Oh yeah, and a uh, fun fact: Archie has been one of the best when it comes to comic companies promoting diversity because Kevin Keller has been a thing since two thousand five. I'm pretty sure, mm. and he's a great character. Love Kevin. Great guy. Fuck, fuck everybody else. F- fuck all y'all. Ke- fuck Kevin and Riverdale. I hate that he's a gay stereotype. Uh, fuck every conservative mainstream media thing that was complaining about Archie dying for Kevin Keller. They're like, who the fuck's Kevin Keller? I don't remember him. I'm like, yeah, I like him. It, it makes sense that Archie would die for him in Life with Archie. It was just an Elseworlds anyways. Kill yourself. Kill yourself, Michael Medved. You hear me? You hear me, Michael Medved? You don't understand Superman. You don't understand Archie. Go die. Oh, boy. AM1280 The Patriot is the worst radio show ever. My dad forces me to listen to it. He's been forcing me to listen to it ever since I was seven. You ruined, you fucking ruined Jabu Jabu's belly for me because I was, because one of you guys were going on a fucking rant about I don't remember what. But I hear Michael Medved's voice whenever I'm playing Ocarina of Time in my 3D. (laughs) I hear his voice telling me the liberals are gonna get us. And I'm just like, they can't do this to me. (laughs) I'm not even a a liberal. I'm not even a conservative either. But fuck you (laughs) This is a politically charged podcast. Uh, yeah, maybe...
I guess we should cut it off before we go really off the rails. Yeah, so. I feel we should be recording separate podcasts. No, you should be recording yeah, yeah. separate podcasts about Sonic Comics and Archie Comics and yeah. ranting about Riverdale, I which ra- I really hope you do. I'm going to do a rant about Riverdale because that's bad. bad. Please, please do. I am eagerly anticipating I'm going to watch Shit on all the edgy teenagers who like Yeah, Lord and I will marathon the show just to be on that with you. Oh, God. We'll invite do you I really to have please. to suffer? I don't know. We were gonna suffer through uh, Black Seasons three and Arrow season five anyway. I honestly don't even know if I want to watch those. I mean, <laughs> we should watch Riverdale like right now. Oh uh, God, no! It's like it's gotten really late. We've been recording for oh, two and a half yeah, hours. Totally uh, yeah, we should probably wrap this okay, up. We really uh, went yeah. off the rails. We broke formula with the show. And speaking of, we never actually introduced you at the start of this podcast. Hi. Then again, you have kind of been on the past two. But still, yeah, uh, only one of half of one of the episodes he's on is out, though. Yeah. 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 Right now. Though. Hi, I'm but. here now. I'm the new Colin. Fuck Colin. <laughs> Fuck. I'm replacing him, even though he's I... never been on the show. So he's the new Ethan. Yeah. Ethan will probably be back at some point. Yeah. yeah. I'm 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 the new co-host for Manga Mavericks. I'm ba- I'm bad, and I don't support the ma- manga industry. And therefore, I, I should, probably shouldn't be on a manga podcast. <laughs> he, steals, he steals our nearly 1,000 volumes of manga. To be yeah. fair, most of the stuff that I steal is your Tokyo Pop stuff. Yeah. It's so weird. I hate Tokyo Pop and all their practices from back in the day, but I've bought so many of their releases like well, I mean, how else are you going to get a decent translation? To, there's no translations of Lupin. There's no translation yeah. of Lupin. There's no translation of Kodacha. There's no translations of... The early parts of they did Shonen Jr. No, they did. Oh, okay. It's on the volume. Yeah. They did no BTX, no Rebound, no Carlin B. Yeah, just nobody's doing any of these Tokyo Pop models. No, no one what? wants to touch them because Tokyo Pop kind of. Yeah, the only one major one they relicensed was Fruits Basket. And that's because Fruits Basket's like huge. That's a classic. Yeah. Everybody yeah. loves Lupin's Fruit a classic. Yeah, Lupin's a, cla- a classic. Like, like, Fruits Basket is a classic in America. The thing is yeah. that Lupin a- is popular in the anime side of things. Manga, not so much. That's only because people don't realize the genius. That's because people are fucking idiots. Uh, uh, honestly, I think that people uh, would get kind of up in arms about the Lupin mangas because he's kind of, there's a lot of rapes. It's a lot. I mean, it's it a little risque. Yeah, yeah but. The, but there's like this whole the, like he flat out he flat out rapes a uh, Soviet uh, um, a Soviet uh, spy in one uh, in one uh, chapter, which I I'm sure isn't gonna fly with a lot of people, even though it's totally in character. Yeah. For part one, Lupin and this manga Lupin. Yeah. That's a whole other can of worms that we'll probably get into in yeah. our Lupin. So everybody podcast. either looks like Lupin, Guaymon, or Jigen. As, or lumpy-headed bad guy that's in every Lupin story. <laughs> Everybody! I'm like, oh, this is Guaymon's introduction. Oh, oh no, God. it's not. Oh, this is Guaymon! Oh, that's not Guaymon. This is Guaymon! Yeah. Oh, there's... What the fuck? That's Jigen? <laughs> Monkey Punch is a very limited range of character designs. Uh, he, he Though is... I can still tell them apart better than Toru Fujisawa. Oh! His yeah, women, at least. Yeah, yeah. Tokyo Pop releases. No one wants to touch them because they fucking almost killed the industry. Yeah, something that we'll talk about in our Tokyo Pop episode. Let's stop talking about stuff we're going to be getting into deeper in future episodes. You're gonna have yeah, Nick Rowe on for that, right? What? Nick Rowe. Well, 
we probably get Nick Rowe. We'll be probably inviting a lot of people on. Hey, yeah, I'll that. start reading some of the um some of their uh other manga initi- like uh, their American manga attempts. Oh, the old, oh yeah. And, um, and they're, and they're, <laughs> yeah, I think they had some joint ventures with Antarctic Press. They have some of those, and they also read some manhwa like that Blazing Barrels. Yeah, and they have punch plenty of like tie-ins to like Disney. Yeah, and, and all they, the they're doing like and their warriors stuff. Mangas now, yeah, now, that they're now they're going back to Manwa with Bloody Wars, which uh, clearly everyone wanted. Wait, uh, yeah, they're, they're the ones such a uh, highly oh. acclaimed anime from last year. Oh, People man. really love that show. Well, let's really. face it, no one wants to fucking work with Tokyo Pop. So that's, that's, yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I'm pretty sure the fucking publishers in Japan like remember Tokyo Pop. Like, oh yeah, they fucking almost fucked us over in the American market. Let's. Not work with them. Yeah, yeah exactly. we have like a bunch of other good companies like Seven Seas and Yen Press and Viz, who all do way better jobs and it's like we get us the monies. Yeah, because they're good and they do good releases, yeah. and Americans aren't doing aren't standing for the um. I, I can understand why people work at Tokyo Pop back in the day because artists, because artists in Japan are kind of anal about the flipping thing. From what I've heard, like that was actually a very big controversial yeah. issue, not among manga fans, but among art uh, the original artists. Yeah. It became an issue among manga fans once people became aware of it. Yeah. Like- yeah, but originally anyway, it was just so a Don't give up. Did set a trend by yeah. you know the right to left thing, regardless of their reasoning for doing it, was a good thing in the long run. Yeah, so like I can understand why people, why manga artists would originally watch them, but now they have no reason. Yeah, yeah. They got Let's no reason. license a yeah. bunch of things that we know aren't going to do well and fuck over publishers. Let's illegally upload Angel's Egg to our YouTube channel, claim it's to promote it. Even oh, though it, no. we broke a bunch of uh, uh, copyright laws. Tokyo Pop, you're a bunch of idiots. I'm still going to buy those last four volumes of Rebound ID and probably the last three volumes of Kodachi ID. But after that, you're Dudzo. You're Grace oh, Strike. I need. You're Grace Strike. We both need them. Yeah. I was wondering. You're Grace Strike um, manga was shit. And I can't believe that I was actually excited to read it to fill in the gaps in the Warrior Saga. But <laughs> it was actually shit. And you're bad. I know Aaron Hunter. Oh wait, I still have to fucking buy the releases of the Slayer's Light novel. Shit! Ugh, this will not end. Why why doesn't why didn't they release more Slayers Light Because it sold badly. Gosh darn it. Ah, they love the Slayer's Light novel. They weren't even going to release volume eight at first, but they realized, oh wait, that's the end of the arc. We might as well just release it. Thank God. Release the I I Oh gosh, they didn't release most of the color illustrations in color, did they? No, they're yeah. black and white in the Tokyo. Um, yeah, which it, that this, was it, cheap. That's it's so fucking cheap because a lot of the um a lot of the painting work is so good. Yeah, that that's a good thing about Gen Press. They do it the right way. My re zero color pages are Gucci. <laughs> You're Gucci. Yen yeah, Press relicensed the Slayer's light novels yeah. and the Lost Universe light novels and whatever Hajime Kanzaku is doing right now. I don't remember. I think he's doing some fantasy stuff. Please yeah, make please. more Slayer's shows. Please make That's them. That's never going to happen. We can't well, who nice knows? Things. I mean, Magical Guru Guru got a new show. That's because Magical Circle Guru Guru is, is a manga. 
It's still like a 90s fantasy show. Hey, yeah, if you're gonna adapt light novels, why don't you adapt the good one? We can pretend that Slayers is an isekai for a while because Lena Inverse is kind of overpowered. Oh, wait, we have the Kino's journey. You can have a description where, like, Gowry is a, um, is a down-on-his-luck uh, social outcast, but when he meets a magical sorceress, <laughs> a very young magical sorceress, with small boobs, everything changes for him. And, and presented as an isekai, don't ruin flares. Presented as an isek, like presented as an isek, oh, marketed God. as one, and then trick people into reading something fucking good. <laughs> Please. <laughs> and then everybody's like, "Oh, I could, I'm gonna, re- I just could see me relate to this gallery character." <laughs> oh, 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 he's, he's an, an idiot. idiot. <laughs> Shit, was there a non-isekai series besides like the Your Name novel in the top? Best-selling light novels of last year. Dot. I don't remember. No. I don't think there was. Hack was an, um, I'm pretty sure it was just your name. Japan's just uh, fucking done, man. Japan's just done. I don't know. The the man- manga is certainly doing really well Manga's over here. Really well, the light novels are doing well. Everything's doing well. Yeah, man, this Japan. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm Cultural t- invasion in full progress. Yes. It's just like what South Park warned us. They might not be Chinpokomon, but their culture is invading us and indoctrinating us, and they're going to make our children go out and bomb Pearl Harbor. Oh, yes. shit. <laughs> and we're going to bomb them with light novels and manga. Oh, no. That's the real meaning behind the Isekai stories. They're transporting our youth into other worlds where they're Japanese. Oh, no. Don't secretly a fucking message to burn Pearl Harbor. Tanya the Evil. Tanya is a Nazi. But but she's a Nazi, not a not not one of those. She's a not a Japan Nazi. She's just yeah, but she turns from a Jap to a Nazi. So So she really she's the Japan Nazis. Those World War II propaganda posters were warning us about. (laughs) This this is what Superman told me. They're genetically fused together. Do a number on the Japan Nazis. That's what it meant. Gotta get rid of this. Gotta gotta end this. Baron Trump is a Baron Trump. Uh, is, we're, we're gonna make this political again. He's a huge fan of the saga of Tanya the Evil. This means that they've infiltrated our highest levels of government. They're in the executive branch. We're gonna get bombed. He's actually got really, really good taste. Uh, he's asking on Twitter. Uh, he's just said he finished JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and he wanted to see wow. some new stuff. Um, and it, when, it, when asked about what he'd seen before, he's like, "Oh, I've seen Cowboy Bebop. I really like the saga of Tanya the Evil, and um, I." God, there was some other one that was really good besides JoJo. But yeah, he's got pretty good taste. Uh, he, right. he commissioned some fan art of him and Tanya being friends. Okay. And it's All adorable. Right. It's actually legitimately adorable. Why can't this boy be our president? Yeah. <laughs> like, he, I, 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 everyone... We have the, we elected the wrong Trump in office. Yeah. We need the we president. I I, my, I I love that my suspicions about him were confirmed. Everyone was like, he's so creepy. I'm like, no, look, he's adorable. Look, he's playing with his little cousins in the background. He's so bored of his, all his politics shit. He just wants to have fun. I'm pretty sure no. that one photo became a meme. He was yeah. just fucking sleep deprived at that point. It was, t- it was, Cause it was like fucking 3 a.m. Yeah, it's 3 a.m. Yeah. and he's a middle schooler. Yeah. Yeah, he, no, no, this is the president we deserve. He likes JoJo and his favorite part is part four. And he likes. But that's wrong. The best part's part seven. Freak! <laughs> 
and and he loves the mangas, and he's gonna make anime great again. <laughs> oh God, Trump! A Trump will make manga. Oh my anime God! Great again. It, it, um, the time frame for all of this kind of fits. Like he probably was like, "Oh, what are all these people holding those make anime great again signs? What does that mean? I'm gonna search this anime thing." <laughs> oh wow, this is good. Got in the anime stream memes, of course. God bless as, you, Baron as Trump. All the YouTube these days. That's what, yeah, that's what, it's better than doing Minecraft videos. Yeah. Hey, Baron Trump, against all odds, is actually a better middle schooler than half the middle schoolers I know. God bless you, you guys. phones and Call of Duty. Fucking, all they do is just sit around and watch Minecraft YouTube videos and shitty, um, uh, and, and shitty YouTubers, and I'm like, whenever I talk to them in my Boy Scout troop, I'm like, guys! Some fucking taste! Yeah! Watch good and... YouTubers like Monkey Joe! Monkey Joe! Subscribe! <laughs> Five years! Barack <laughs> Hussein Obama! <laughs> you keep getting it wrong, it's seven years! Okay, seven Corey years. in the house! Seven years! I don't Barack want to fuck Hussein Elliot Roger! Obama! <laughs> but he did nothing wrong! <laughs> Yeah, he was a good boy! He just a good, good boy! <laughs> Who's the real villain here? Frankenstein! Or Frankenstein's monster! Oh my god. Mary Shelley is the third best eighth doctor companion. Oh, fun facts! <laughs> We're gonna have to cut out so much for this. I'm not cutting out any of this, but I might release the last hour. If you're bored of Doctor Who, why not try the eighth doctor dramas? We have everything that's not in regular Doctor Who. Good female characters, strong protagonists, weird crazy shit like Scherzo that deprives you of your senses, alien companions that are actually fucking aliens and not humanoid, and famous historical figures as actual companions for long term. And also Bernice Summerfield, if, if you read the Virgin novels. We should probably shouldn't get out of here. Ace Doctor's good! <laughs> we cannot get into Doctor Who. We'll be here for another two hours or more. A support big finish! We have good <laughs> catering! <laughs> I, I, this, Last hour you've just been listening to has probably been released as its own separate special podcast. Sylvester McCoy is hot! 90% of the things we're saying are memes! Sylvester McCoy (laughs) is really hot! He's he's Radagast the Brown from The Hobbit. He, he, He played the spoons on a Nazi... Like he played, like he took two spoons and he started playing them on his thigh. I, I just came. And it was great. Revelation. You know how Corey in the house was an inside job. Yep. Raven's home is also an inside job. Oh, oh gosh, Monkey needs to make that video. He did make a that's a Raven video. Yeah, Raven's home aired yeah. yesterday. I kind of want to see what people were talking about. Raven being an abusive mother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so that's the first thing I see about it on my Twitter feed. It's like Raven was an abusive mother in this episode. <laughs> so she saw they, the future. Really doing justice yeah. to our uh, to our childhood characters and shows. Uh, Raven's Just like an abusive mother. Uh, Stephanie is uh, can't have children. Uh, this, this, everything is just yeah. super great. Uh, this is a great return to our childhoods. But no, did people uh, like when the girl meets world or whatever? Yeah, that was okay. That was uh, that was cute. 
Yeah, but did they ruin anything? I don't think they did. What's his face from Boy Meets World, an abusive dad? No, he was Does he drink on the side of it, beat up his dog? I do. (laughs) If he did, they didn't show it, because it was a Disney Did he throw his dog in a furnace? No! (laughs) No, he's not Theo. Danny! (laughs) He was a good boy. A Rocky style. Danny the Rat was the real villain! Daddy, Daddy Iraqi, please stop killing dogs. Dogs are perfect. The reason he killed Danny is because Danny would have betrayed him later. Yeah. Danny the rat is proof. Look at what he did. Johnny Joestar spared his life and he cooked him. Danny the rat fucking cooked him. (laughs) Danny the rat is the real villain of JoJo's Part 7. It is. He was working with the president of Jesus. No, he was working with the true villain of all manga. Mock and roll from Maisonikoku. Oh my god! It all makes sense now! That fucking dog! I never trusted that gleam in his teeth and that sparkle in his eyes. He took his trust and then he fucked him by fucking that dog! He fucked up Mataka's life! He fucked up that. I can't remember her name's life, the lady's life! They fucked it up! (laughs) Fucked everything up! I really did fuck up Godai's life, I guess. I mean, yeah, I mean, he kind of helped out Godai there by, yeah. uh, I mean, by going I mean, over Mataka. I mean, it was kind of clear that... sex later because they have, like, three kids. That's true. I mean, it's kind of it's kind of nice that they sat down and found that they actually had a lot in common. And, yeah, yeah. 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 That, was, and that was really, really sweet, actually. Then Mitaka the business constantly. Uh, yeah. Let's not get into my Sanakoku! Oh my god, we keep going on amazing. tangents! This, goes in, this has been going on forever! What, we have what, to stop! What about we the have to no stop! References? Why don't we talk about the Randy and what? We need a Shida no Joe references now. No. No. Yeah, we no. 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 There's only one reference that matters. Sure. And that is, we will exhaust ourselves until we're nothing but pure white ash. And I feel like we've gone so long that after this we'll be, we'll be slumped down in a chair and we'll, we'll do Joe's pose and we'll turn white. Well, yeah, I guess that's it for the show. Oh, uh, actually one last thing. Now, what was it? What did I want? Oh, yeah! Subscribe to Monkey Joe! Please! He's good. Seven years! Donate Corey to... Corey's house! Donate to his Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Elliot Rogers thing, because that's good. And he, he, he... I want to see a print release of My Twisted World, the Diary of a Wimpy Kid edition. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think we're done here. Sayonara, folks. Later. I I should invite Monkey Jones to one of these. Oh, God. Let's invite him personally to this house. I should. I should. Maybe I should donate. He has a Patreon here where if you give him, like, a thousand dollars, he'll fly out to your house. Oh, my God. (laughs) I love this. I should raise the money to to have him. Go fund me to fund Monkey's Patreon. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a piss and you should watch Riverdale because that's hot. Oh. Okay. Uh, yeah, I guess we're in for a night of pain after all. Yeah, uh, I but... Watch Riverdale. <laughs> you don't? Riverdale makes me want to cut myself. You, you don't want to watch the best television show on the CW besides the Arrow or the Legends of Tomorrow? I thought those are shit.
Hey, they're not. They can't be shit because they have Rip Hunter in one of them. Rip Hunter. He's not a good character, though. I know what the fuck. <laughs> Legend of Tomorrow itself is just completely fucking flawed because they keep talking about keeping balance of the fucking timeline when they keep fucking up the timeline. Yeah, but what's the point? But that they fucked up the timeline so hard, the Justice Society composed is composed of like Star Girl and Blue Beetle, and I think that's it. Like, they just keep fucking it up, though. They keep talking about, oh, let's not fuck up the timeline this time. They keep fucking it up. It's like they don't realize, how do you fucked up the timeline? I fucked it up so hard, Vandal Savage is no longer a cool villain. Vandal Savage is just some weird Mexican guy that's apparently Egyptian. He's like Rachel Ghoul, except even older and cooler. Rachel Ghoul is also just like a normie white guy in her own. It makes no sense. Why? Like, it's also weird, because it's like fucking... Daughter, like, they don't have Talia. Talia's just MIA. They have, like, what's her face? Uh, God, I don't even fucking remember. I'm too tired. Who cares? She's, she, she's not been relevant for years. Yeah. But she's a lesbian. So progressive. Ooh. Talia has Ooh. kissed a lot of girls. Yeah, but we can't use Talia because I don't she, she, know. She took the bat sperm sample and made a bat baby. Yeah, I don't fucking know. That works, I DC guess. DC live action is dumb. Go just watch the fucking MCU and then the Netflix shows that aren't Iron Fist. Yes. How the fuck did Iron Fist get a season two? Do they, it's like they want me to suffer for another 13 hours. They know I'm going to watch it because I hate myself. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Kung Fu is less plausible than Howard the Duck's Quack Fu. That was meant to be a fucking parody of, of superpowers. Let's have Danny Rand try to kill his childhood buddies again. That's a good to idea. To prove a point. Who doesn't love killing their childhood buddies? And let's have super stereotypical Asian people. Uh, oi, shi shi, chin chin, chinny chin chin. Now, that's, uh, why would you do that? Also, Danny Rand doesn't understand common social skills. Uh, that's... And, and the fucking part of the fucking show where, like, his mom, like, f- flies out of the plane. Looks <laughs> like she's just on Whee! Looks like they just, like, fucking had her on a bungee cord just, like, yeah. Wow! That's my daddy! But it looks like it's so bad. It's so like, bad. It's like we ran, ran off fucking buddy after Luke Cage. We're just like, okay, we have one dollar here. Let's pick this hobo Danny ran off the street. Let's fucking make this. That's always smart. Hey, it's the X-Men. Yeah. Remember when Angel was an X-Men? No, you don't. <laughs> no, we don't. No, no, nobody remembers Angel. Let's see. Let's see. God, their uniforms are dumb. I love Jack Kirby, you guys are still listening to this podcast? Oh yeah, but oh yeah, let's, oh. let's just list off spider facts. So originally, Spider Man was going to have a dark uh, was going to have Actually, dark blue highlights on his suit, and then uh, the colorists uh, wanted it to be blue. But then um, the Fantastic Four apparently had a monopoly on the color blue, according to Stan Lee, because Stan Lee's weird. So Spider Man couldn't have blue, but then he did have blue. And that's why we, Spider-Man is the way he is today. Now you know. Also, the Fantastic Four are really cool. Remember when they were the premier super team in the Marvel Universe? And yeah. Because yeah. they were the people fucking discovering everything? And Fox made all those shit Yep, and that was fun. Let's see. Um, remember when people were excited for the Silver Surfer? I remember. 
I remember when Chris Evans didn't get shitty jobs. Oh, wait, <laughs> he doesn't anymore. Uh, oh. I wish the movie had had that thing where Peter Parker has, like, the half Spider-Man mask when he's thinking about Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. That, that was, that, that's a cool little touch that was in Spectacular. Yeah. Um, let's see, let's see. Also, I love... Uh, Why are we still recording this? I don't because know. Because the conversation hasn't ended. I'm, you know, I'm, ju- I'm just I'm just rattling off shit until you end this. Okay. Let's see. Um, uh, well, oh yeah, did you know that uh, J. Jonah Jameson wasn't actually originally the um the uh, uh, head of the Daily Bugle, but a part really? of but a head of Now Publications, of which the Daily huh. Bugle was only a su- small subsidiary. And actually, most of the bad publicity for Spider Man was in Now magazine because magazines were the cool thing among kids, I guess. Okay. I don't know. It's it's, it's weird. I really do learn a lot. When we do these podcasts with you. Sam. I'm just flipping. What's an American comic? (laughs) We should do a uh, Let's Play show because we can go on for these conversations for hours and hours. Yeah, Let's Play show would be good. I just have to go to the capture card. Yeah. I need a capture card. There are some pretty cheap ones now, the easy caps. Yeah. Like, they have an HDMI easy cap now. I could, like, fucking hook that up to something and rage is playing Crash. Oh, yeah, that'd be fun. We should have recorded you doing that. That was two hours on that one fucking bridge. Yeah, that was really special. (laughs) Well, I think you were only there for the second one. The second one ended okay. The first one was, like, awful. Like, partway through, like, Kenny got a call from Jessica, and Jessica could just hear me in the background, like, fucking, like, dying. (laughs) (laughs) Jessica thinks that you're worse at video games than she is. Oh, oh, I probably am. I am, like, awful at Overwatch. And most of the other games that you play. In the very first issue of Spider-Man, there's a nice little tribute to um uh, uh to uh to the uh to this one panel that um of this one comic that I don't remember that is that was made famous by the origin story of Batman uh, that Bob Kane drew. Uh, so it's a little tribute to it. Where's Peter Parker's crying? But unlike Bob Kane, who literally traced the fucking image, <laughs> because Bob Kane is an awful human being, and when he wasn't tracing from shadow pulps, he was tracing from uh, other things, and then fuck, then fucking cucking Bill Finger out of the rights to his own characters. He was he was being a dick. Ditko just just took inspiration and drew drew some nice shit, and I love Ditko. I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck that man one day. Uh, okay. He's still in the same office that he's always been in. Still there. Like, he's been in the same office since the 60s, except he's not sharing it with a porn artist anymore. No. Oh yeah, porn artist was it was pretty influential in the uh, creation of a lot of Spider-Man shit, as much as, as, much as he doesn't say he was. But, uh, a, lot, a lot of action sequences, um, uh, certain characters' body types, the fact that Spider-Man has web shooters, because he originally was going to have a web gun, and then the dude was like, well, I just have it on his wrists. <laughs> and Dick goes like, oh, well, let's develop this. And that's how a porn uh, artist made one of the most iconic parts of the Spider-Man mythos. Now you know. And thanks. knowing is half the battle. Thanks, bondage porn. Yep, thanks for listening. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. And that does it for a very unusual, but hopefully very entertaining episode of Manga Mavericks. And now, before we close off for good, I want to briefly mention some community shout-outs. We mentioned several times during this podcast to subscribe to Monkey Jones, but unfortunately, you can no longer do that. 
because sadly, Monkey Jones has been wrongfully terminated from YouTube. All of his channels have been taken down, and it doesn't look like there's any hope that he'll be able to return to YouTube, which is a real shame because Monkey Jones is one of my favorite content creators. I love his videos. And it's really upsetting that YouTube seems to have it out for him or is indifferent to bots false flagging his content and causing his channels to get taken down. Luckily, in the aftermath of his channels getting taken down, his Patreon has quadrupled, so he should be in decent financial standings for now. But I highly recommend everyone to check out Monkey's work and support him by watching and listening to all the videos and podcasts he does. You can still listen to his Boomer vs. Zoomer podcast with Asterios Kokonos on the Asterios Kokonos Podcast Factory feed on iTunes and other podcast places. And coming soon, Monkey is going to be uploading all his content to his own website, monkeyjones.tv, which I'm looking forward to seeing all this stuff pop up on there, and hopefully he'll be able to do that in a couple weeks. And he's also set up a new Twitch account as well, and I'll have links to all of that in the description. Uh, again, I'm a big fan of his work, We Lord and Vixar too, and you know, it really sucks that he's off YouTube now, but I'm hoping to see him continue to create great content and continuing to you know, just be entertaining and funny and just all around a great creator. So, here's to you, Monkey. And also, in the spirit of episode 69, I also want to shout out a very uh, lewd but very entertaining account on Twitter called FunSexyDB, who draws, as you might suggest by their username, Fun Sexy Dragon Ball pictures and animations. One uh, set of pictures they did that I really enjoyed was a thread they did during November called Hashtag No Squirt November in which they depicted Chi-Chi trying to abstain from masturbating throughout the entire month in a series of very entertaining comics and showing how other characters are failing at it while she's like really struggling to abstain. It's really funny and in general I really like content that they draw and animate. Like it's they do a really great job at it. Again, their work is very not safe for work. Again, they are pornographic. But if you enjoy some good smut, they draw some really great and funny things. So I highly recommend that account as well. And those are our community shoutouts. And now let's close off the show. And as always, you can find me, your host, Lonromiyasha, on Twitter at Lonromiyasha. And by that name at various places, including Animation Revelation and Anulist and all other sorts of places. You can also find VLORGTZ on Twitter at VLORGTZ and on Animation Revelation and all sorts of other places as well under that name. And you can also find Vix on Twitter at VixieTheValent. And I don't know where she is elsewhere, but you can hit her up there. I'm sure she'd love to talk to you about all sorts of things comics-related. And as for the show, you can find Manga Mavericks on all-comic.com, where we post our podcasts up there first, as well as on any podcast listening device of your choice, be it Stitcher or Google Play or, of course, Apple Podcasts. We'll be on there. 
And you can follow us on Twitter at manga underscore mavericks, on Tumblr at mangamavericks.tumblr.com, and on our YouTube channel, Manga Mavericks. And if you want to get in contact with us, you can email us at mangamavericks at gmail.com, and you can also submit questions to us in our thread, in the Manga Mavericks thread on Animation Revelation, and you can also join our Discord, the Manga Mavericks Discord. Link is in the description. We love talking to you guys. And also, if you want to support our work and help us keep doing what we're doing, make sure to support our Ko-fi pages. We have links to those in the description as well. Short donations really help us uh, buy more materials for the show, like manga and all sorts of other things, and that helps us get more flexibility to do more podcasts. But that about does it for this episode of Manga Mavericks. Again, episode 69. Nice! And we'll see you in the next one. Sayonara! Sayonara!